Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Burt Show. Ah, oh, parenting with anxiety. I think that goes for anybody. <laughs> Even if you're very healthy and don't have any anxiety, once you have kids, guess what? You have anxiety. Surprise! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a baby and um, a case for the using Lexapro, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and we've always used baby monitors with the video and the sound. It's hooked up to our phone, so I can actually check in on it. From wherever I am, which is even more dangerous than the old school baby monitors, which were just noise that you would have, like a monitor you would have to carry around the house. I can literally tap in from anywhere in the world to check on my kids. And full disclosure, I have done it during the show. I'm not as bad as I am now, but I used to have it open and then I stopped and I'm much better now, but it's still tough. At the height of your anxiety, checking that monitor during the show, after the show, how many times do you think that you would check the monitor? (sighs) I mean, I would probably, I would say at least once an hour because my husband was at home, so I'd trust him, you know, but. But you'd have it open. Yes. With your husband at home. Yes. You'd have it open right there next to your computer to look at it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. My husband is deaf in one ear and he's a very heavy sleeper. And so I just wanted to make sure that when they woke up, he heard it and he would wake up as well. And he does every single time. But. It's anxiety. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. illogical and unexplainable. You used to have it open so much in between us, I started babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get most bill here after a while. Uh-huh. In fact, the other day I had it. I didn't realize I had the sound on because you can have it where it runs in the background. And I kept hearing children. And I'm like, what is that? Who has their volume on TikTok? And I realized it was my phone and my children <laughs> in the background screaming. Anyway, my daughter is four. And... From what I've seen online, there's no set age where you should stop using the baby monitor, but a lot of experts say between two and four, up to the age of five, but they're like, five is kind of late. And here's the thing, it can have an impact on your kids as well with their anxiety, because at some point they're like, well, I must not be safe if mom and dad need to be able to watch me all the time. And I also want my daughter to grow up with her own privacy as well. Though I feel like four is a little young for your own privacy for the most part. I don't know how to pull the plug mm-hmm. on the baby monitor. Literally and figuratively. Yes. I And my daughter does talk to us through it. Like, she, we'll, we can talk through it to her. So if she wakes up because it's storming at night and there's thunder and she's scared, we can say, hey, it's just thunder, go back to sleep. And she will put herself back to bed. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're jumping down there every time there's a cry or anything. But our house also makes a lot of weird noises. It's old. It's got a metal, it's got a metal roof. And so um, I like to be able to check in. If I hear a bump in the night, make sure the kids aren't up running a mug. I know I need to let go. I know I need to turn it off. And I just don't mm-hmm. know how I'm going to be able to do that with my anxiety levels. So I do realize now as you're talking that the monitoring of your kids never goes away. So when my kid has five people over, I'm monitoring them on our security cameras. When he is in his car, I'm looking at uh, the Life 360 constantly. So the monitoring never officially goes away. This baby monitor might, but you watching your kids and stalking the kids doesn't have to go away.
And I, I think, <laughs> I, I guess I just want to know if I'm doing them a disservice. Like, it's not like Hazel, my daughter, has asked to turn it off. I think that would be a very different conversation if she had said, I don't like it. Um, hmm. I just, I want to be aware that I'm, I know that I'm doing this more for me than for them at this point. And I'm very aware of that fact. And I never want to do anything that's detrimental to their development. I just, is there something to like it being okay that I'm doing it for me to appease my fears or do I need to, I guess, woman up and cut the cord? Are you appeasing your fears, but are you causing yourself more anxiety? Because when <laughs> I listen I to it, you're like, I feel like you're causing yourself more anxiety. For instance, we're going to be, um, we're going to go at, um, slightly out of town, an hour out of town this weekend for our Burt's Big Adventure Conference so we can learn about all our kids and our families and give them the most epic trip. Um, you and I are going down a night early <laughs> because we have kids. <laughs> yeah. um, so, and I don't have monitor access on my phone. We have like the old school one, camera in the room, monitor in, at the house, and that is it. How many times will you check your phone while we are gone for those two days? <laughs> Gen- genuinely, probably four times when I go to bed, when I get up. Okay, that's well, not bad. Okay, no, that's that's a that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I will have the monitor running beside me all night. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. All night. Uh-huh. Just in case, just in case as a backup pair of ears in case something happens. Wow. But I'm not going to be like checking it nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like if something happens, I'm able to hear it and help contact my husband and wake him up. Which he'll already be awake. He'll already know. And you said we're talking about a four-year-old, right? Yes. So what is your fear? Like, it's not the rolling over and not being able to breathe anymore. It's nothing like that. I mean, she's four. If something's wrong, she'll actually go, Mom! (laughs) So what is... I got a boogie! (laughs) So what is the fear? Um, I think it's just... The fear is, honestly... (laughs) This makes me sound awful. My son's still in a crib. She's in a bed, in a big girl bed, so she can get up and walk around the house by herself. Mm -hmm. She can leave her room, which is fine, but I want to know if that's happening because I want to know what she's getting into. And she's a very good kid and won't -hmm. won't mess with stuff, but there's still always the parental fear, like, that she's going to get into something that she shouldn't or she'll climb on a chair and fall down off the chair in the dining room and hurt herself and no one will know. And I know Mm -hmm. the words coming out of my mouth that is (laughs) so slim of a chance of it happening, happening, but that is the anxiety and that is the irrational fear. Okay, so let's play it out for a second here. Um, Let's say your four-year-old gets up, walks through the house, gets on a chair and falls. You will know. Because she'll be screaming and crying. Yeah. Um, You just can't prevent it from... You can't... You know this. You can't prevent um, and protect your child from everything that's going to go wrong, every hurt that's going to happen. In fact, some would argue, probably me, that some of these hurts are okay. Like, she gets up in the middle of the night, walks her way downstairs, gets on a chair, falls, cries, she won't do it again. Yeah, but what if she falls and actually hurts herself and I can't hear it because I'm not going to be able to hear it She's from concussed. The room. She's out cold. Yeah. Bert, she's not crying. <laughs> but you know what I can hear and does wake me up instantly? The sound of her door opening. I can hear that and like yeah. a flash, I, I'm awake and I know and I can tell her to get back in bed. I know. I literally, I, I feel like I'm saying this and there's nothing that anyone can say. There isn't. It's, it's anxiety. Right. So you have to get to the point when you, you know she's right. Re- like it, it's perfectly fine. You've, I know you do research to like the nth degree. Um, you, 
your research is impeccable, so you know it's okay and it's time to take it out. You have to get to a place where you're comfortable removing it. I would not do it this weekend since you're going to be gone. <laughs> but when you get back, I think you and Chad need to sit down and be like, all right, when are we removing this camera? And you need to make a plan and you need to stick to it. Do you think the camera will work for 18 years? <laughs> <laughs> Just different cameras, but yeah. they're there, I assure you. It's the Burt Show. The Burt Show.